0: All right. Uh, welcome. Thank you for watching. Competing cornfields. We're here with Cody Anthony, here at uh, Kratos Performance and Strength. So, uh, Cody, I think you can tell us a little bit about uh, your background in sports
1: uh, and as an athlete in general. Yeah. So I grew up in Alliance, uh, Nebraska. I always knew that I wanted to be a either a professional athlete or a strength coach. Um, I think every little kid's goal is to play you know, professional sports. Um, So I've always had the love for sports performance and kind of pushing my body. Um, I was always athletic, but I was never the best athlete out there, you know. Uh, Some of these kids are freaks. Um, But that was never me. I was always good and it came easy, but I always knew I had to push myself. Uh, After high school, I went to college at UNK. Uh, I majored in exercise science. um, And I played football there. Um, I... Why we did strength conditioning in the weight room and whatnot, I always kind of questioned what we did. Um, there were a few of us that would go to the rec and we lift on our own kind of deal. Like um, We didn't really, we just always questioned what was going on, uh, what the strength coaches were doing, and I uh, kind of thought we could put our own spin on things. So, I mean, we've been, that's kind of how I, how I started trying to get into the field a little bit. Um, so I guess after that, I graduated and I came, to Nebraska, uh, and I did some strength conditioning uh, for the Huskers basketball team and volleyball and whatnot and wrestlers as well. I love the way the wrestlers worked. Um, they just—you can tell them to do something—they're just going to go all out. Uh, a lot of your, a lot of your basketball and other sports—they uh, don't want to. They think that they're going to get bulky or they think it's going to slow them down or whatever. Um, so that's kind of what's drawn me to the MMA field a little bit—is that experience with wrestlers uh, at Nebraska. So.
0: Uh what uh, made me think about uh, something is whenever you guys were in college and you were, uh, like, kind of maybe questioning some things here and there with the strength and conditioning, where did where were you kind of getting that information
1: um, at that time? I mean, just... I don't know. I guess it was just kind of... It just kind of came to you. I mean, it was... Uh, actually, one of my buddies that uh, was questioning with me, he owns a gym in um, Colorado. Another buddy, was he's actually a chiropractor uh, in Montana. And we kind of just... I don't know, it just didn't feel correct, you know, like the the bodybuilding type workouts just didn't feel like what we should be doing, Uh, as well as, I mean, you could see a kid doing terrible Olympic lifting form, uh, where they're not getting their hips through and they're doing all upper body and whatnot, and I mean, those kind of, just looking at that and kind of understanding the body, understanding concepts, you kind of have an idea that maybe that's not, maybe that's not what's best for uh, an athlete to be doing, so. Yeah. So, Yeah.
0: Yeah definitely, and you can, like, see a lot of athletes doing different things, like, on the internet, too, so you're like, hold on a second, yeah, right, right. Wait,
1: we're supposed to be, yeah, I mean, that was kind of like, pre-social media, man, yeah, it's like, I might add, a uh, Facebook, maybe in college, but I didn't get any of that till just a couple of years ago, so, mm-hmm. so, yeah, 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 well, uh, nowadays, like,
0: uh, I know you went to, uh, school and all that for, uh, to be a strength coach and everything, uh, how do you stay on top of new information now? Um, to be
1: honest, we have a very simple perspective on it all. Um, I don't add a whole lot of different things in. I mean, there's a guy that's uh, actually a really good strength coach. He's a really popular guy uh, on social media as well. His name's Brett Bartholomew. Uh, he talks about doing simple things savagely well. And I mean, that's kind of what we, what we do around here as well. And You'll see all kind. You'll see all the stuff all over online. the, the crazy um, the crazy lifts that they're putting on IG and whatnot. I mean, that's that's just for show. That's just to get the clicks, the likes, that kind of stuff. Uh, that's not what builds a good base. I mean, just doing very simple things extremely well uh, is kind of what we do. Um, we want our athletes to be very very stable. We want to be able to push, pull, squat, lunge, uh, hinge, and rotate. If you're efficient in all of those areas, you're uh, gonna be you're gonna be a. I've I, I, we've done our job here. Uh, I mean, we haven't acquired the skill. That's where you go to jujitsu for wrestling practice or basketball, whatever it is. Um, but I've done my job. If you're very efficient, strong in all of those spots, so. <clears throat> yeah, yeah,
0: definitely. That makes sense. And so, but I do see like that you all do add like different equipment all the time and all that. So whenever you see something new come out, do you? Uh, are you like? Uh, I, I'm sure like you'll give most of them a chance, but are you able to spot any ones that you don't think like are worth it?
1: Like the new equipment that comes out online, is that kind of Yeah, about? yeah.
0: So like, would you give most of it a chance? Is there something you can tell is not good?
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, we don't really buy a whole lot of uh, that snazzy type equipment. Most of our stuff uh, at, at our gym is just bars uh racks dumbbells med balls um I mean there's some stuff that comes out that um you look at and you think would be a really good addition to the gym. those are the things I'll get the things that are um quote unquote like your functional type type stuff um but outside of that, I mean we really don't buy a whole lot of the we don't have machines and whatnot here, so oh, yeah. so yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, um, oh. Okay, so like, uh, it's not like a fad or anything, obviously, but yeah. I hear a lot of people throwing around functional fitness. Okay. I was wondering uh, if you could kind of tell us what functional fitness is yeah. and uh, maybe tie in how it's different from CrossFit.
1: Yeah, so functional fitness is kind of a trendy word right now. Um, basically, what they're meaning uh, by it is just compound movements. Um, a lot of times, they're tying their lower body to their upper body doing a, doing a lift, so I so an example of that would be maybe like a push press where you're squatting and hinging a little bit and then pushing dumbbells towards the ceiling um crossfit would fall into this category uh crossfit's i would consider functional fitness um but it's basically doing compound movements olympic movements aerobic work uh until exhaustion i mean Crossfitters, Crossfitters love it. I wouldn't train an athlete in CrossFit, um, just because mainly they're working one plane of movement. Um, they're working everything linearly. They're not really doing a whole lot of lateral movement. Um, but the guys that do it, they absolutely love it, and it's very tough. I, I just, I personally don't do it. Um, but I don't have an issue with people doing it at all. Um, but as far as an athlete, I would keep them away from the CrossFit splits. I guess is what I'd say. Do you think Sorry.
0: that uh, it wouldn't be good for an athlete because of uh, the volume, as well as like the, like you said, it's not like as functional. As um,
1: the vo- maybe, I but. don't have an issue with the lifts that they do. Um, I think the clean, I think the jerk, I think all this stuff has a place in, um, sports performance training, but it's just the volume. Um, yeah. I know that some some people that program CrossFit are great. A lot of them will program do. How how many cleans you can get in two minutes? I mean, a clean is a very explosive lift, and if you're trying to, you you just can't be you just can't be explosive for that long, you know. Like, um, you're gonna your form's gonna lapse. You're gonna end up using muscle you shouldn't be using, creating bad patterns and so on. So, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense to
0: me. And uh, so uh, we've talked about it before, but how uh, do you describe? Uh, strength and conditioning being different for uh, MMA in, as well as combat sports compared to uh, maybe your, um, I don't know, like football and baseball athlete?
1: Yeah, uh, MMA is just kind of a different beast. I mean, a lot of your uh, a f- a football athlete or a baseball athlete, they they might – their average play might last six to eight seconds, you know. So, and then they get their 40 seconds of either downtime or while the pitcher's taking a sign or whatever. So those guys, those guys are mainly in that lactic phase. They might even go kind of into that lactic uh, threshold, but they're very, they're hardly ever in the aerobic um, area. So they have a lot of time to recover mentally and physically uh, throughout between plays. MMA, they have to train all three energy systems weekly and to be efficient in each of this uh, or they'll be exposed in a fight i mean they need to be able to have the explosive power for punches or a takedown uh, they also need to practice a lot of isometrics um, you saw mursad he fought a good fight he would his arms just burned out when he was trying to uh, when he was trying to tap that guy out in the second round or submit him i guess um, but you just need to be able to train the overall body um, breathing is super important uh, a lot of people don't know how to breathe through their abdominals and use their diaphragm to help them breathe. Um, that's just a few things I can think of off the cuff, like real quick. Um, but that's the tip of an iceberg. There's so much that goes into programming for MMA and uh, combat sports. Uh, it's it's definitely a different beast in most sports, you know. So, so
0: right. So like uh, I'm sure that uh, like with all the training stuff that you get in. Uh, what's one of your, like, favorite, like, ways to, like, regimens for recovery? And then, uh, I guess, would you reckon, recommend that for most
1: athletes? Um, so my favorite recovery is sleep. I mean, you, should, you you, if you're, if you're a real athlete and you're trying to become the tie at the pinnacle, you're to be getting eight to ten hours of sleep at night. Um, but that's first and foremost. Um. Eat clean is another one. I mean, I think you might talk to ask some about fake news earlier in it. Mm-hmm. Um, the fad diets are what I would would be the fake news. You got your Atkins, you got your Keto, you got your Carnival, you got your Whole 30. Um, just eat a balanced diets. Uh, kind of what I tell people is uh, eat foods that run, fly, swim, or grow on uh, on the earth. Those are those are kind of your real foods. Um, I'll just hit on these fake news ones a little bit too. Oh, yeah. um, another one of those is uh, that people people come in here and they say I, I don't I don't want to lift. Uh, lifting is gonna make me big and slow. Um, that's ridiculous. Uh, lifting <laughs> with intent is gonna make you super explosive. Um, and the last one is that people feel like if they run, I, I hear this all the time. I'm gonna run. It's gonna give me a fight shape. Running will work your aerobic system, but that's only one of the three systems. You have to be working all of them. Um, if you're gonna if you're gonna count on your aerobic system pulling through for you you better hope that you're fighting in a championship fight so the last the last three or minute three through five are gonna be your kind of aerobic capacity, which is important. I'm not saying that uh being in good aerobic shape isn't important, but you better be in good uh anaerobic shape as well. So uh as well as some other some other kind of um recovery modalities would be um, drink lots of water everybody should be drinking a ton of water you need to drink before you uh, Before you come into the gym uh, you need to be drinking during your gym uh, session you'd be drinking after your gym session if you're thirsty uh, You're already behind the ball. You're probably already a little bit dehydrated um, Check your pee color if it's Dark yellow you're definitely dehydrated It should be clear uh, super light yellow um, Active recovery so foam rolling uh, I mean, hypervolt, mobility routines, any of that stuff, those are all super easy ways to um, help with recovery. Chiropractic, um, I know a lot of people are anti-chiropractic, but chiropractic does help. Massage helps, acupuncture, all these different things uh, I help the body a lot. Um, the one thing that drives me crazy is people are so willing to go to the bar and spend 50 bucks or so willing to go eat junk food and spend money on this and that, um, but they look at uh, play video games, buy a new TV, whatever it is, but they they look at buying a foam roller or look at training or look at uh, chiropractic or any of that stuff is, I don't have the money to do that. It's just priorities, man. Like If you're super serious about what you want to do and the goals that you have and if you want to be a... Be in the NFL or the UFC or whatever it may be, you have to take care of your body and, um, and spend money on your body versus spending money on stuff that's going to tear your body down. Um, so yeah. So
0: yeah, recovery, just like uh, a little bit of all the methods. And, yeah, yeah, another big one's yeah. mindset.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of people don't train their don't train their mind. They're uh, they're always stressed. They're they're this and that. I mean, um, there's yeah that's 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 a big thing that we talk to people about is uh we actually have it up here on our board you know we have the fix versus uh growth mindset you know like um the growth you know is is where they're always wanting to get better they're they're not afraid of someone coming in and uh telling them they're wrong because uh i mean like i said we have we have that up there i post about that stuff a lot on on social and whatnot too so just all of that uh is kind of what we talk about we draw recovery on our athletes all the time so see ya
0: yeah um one thing that just uh came to mind uh cool down after your workout uh i didn't realize that was as important as it maybe is like just to kick
1: off your recovery yeah yeah i mean we we want all of our people right post-workout to get a foam roller and just get their heart rate down a little bit uh get their nutrition in so whether it's a protein shake or Uh, whatever you're going to, chocolate milk, whatever you're going to drink post-workout or eat post-workout, uh, yeah. then just getting your heart rate down, um, and start the recovery process right afterwards. It's important for sure. Yeah. Maybe some breathing as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can, like we've, when you're with me, I mean, we train breathing a lot. You can lay on your back and work on that diaphragm breathing. Um, just that stuff will get you very, it'll get your heart rate down and it'll, it'll relax you as well. So, so yeah. Yeah.
0: Definitely. Um, let's see. Uh, do you have uh, any advice for uh, somebody starting uh, their own gym or uh, their own business
1: in general? Yeah. Um, the first and foremost thing I'll say is uh, however much effort you think it'll take. Take that times 10, and that's about the amount of effort you're going to have to put into um, starting something. There's always little things that come up. Um, I mean, you put together your business plan. You think it's going to run smooth. You think you're going to make this amount your first first six months. uh, Take however much effort you think it's going to be and multiply it by 10. Um, Also, cost. If you think it's going to cost you $100,000, it's going to cost you way more than that because you don't think about the... The small, small things, and those small, small things add up. Uh, So that's kind of the first thing. Uh, Create systems for everything, whether it's billing, whether it's uh, training methods. Like I'm just going off a gym, whether it's uh, if you're a t-shirt company, whether it's printing methods, whether it's shipping methods. Create methods for everything so that you can bring someone in and they can just do it uh, so you don't have to be doing everything inside the business all the time. Uh, It takes a lot of upfront work, but it pays off tenfold in the end, uh, focus on what you're extremely good at. Um, so if you're opening a string, if you're opening a gym, I'm good at training. Uh, delegate the rest. Uh, it's that's tough at the very beginning. So you're gonna you're gonna have to do kind of everything at the beginning. You're gonna be the count. You're gonna be the CEO. You're gonna be the trainer. You're gonna be the janitor. You're gonna be all that at first. But once you start growing, work on what you're good at and continue to get better at what you're good at and add that product uh to people add the value to people and then delegate the rest um don't hire yes men um hire people that are going to challenge you uh they still don't respect you especially if you're the boss but uh hire people that are going to challenge you um that will turn every that that will in turn kind of make the entire company go because everybody's going to be uh growth minded um last thing is i i mean this is just in life uh you got to jump all in sink or swim i mean that's if there's something you want to do, you got to go after it, you know, so, uh, don't wait for tomorrow. Just do it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah.
0: No, that definitely sounds good. Yeah. I was Skipping around here. I was seeing, all right. Do you have, a? Uh, so we always see it, like a lot of new things that come out in like the fitness industry. Uh-huh. Uh, do you have anything that you think is like legit and going to stick
1: around? Yeah. So, I mean, the first and foremost thing that I think is it's kind of big and new and cool in the fitness industry is social media. Um. There's so much content, um, I, it's good and bad, uh, you always have that great, you got so much content at your fingertips, I mean, you can get on Instagram and search a workout, and I mean, you can, I mean, like I said, the whole entire world at your fingertips, man, you can have the uh, best coach, trainers, Instagram, like, follow them, and you can look at all, all their stuff, um, but uh, it, it's also a double-edged sword, too, I mean, you have some of these people that are, can call themselves fitness influencers. That have absolutely no idea what they're doing. They have a pretty face and a uh, a nice body, um, but they're clueless about the bi- biomechanics and the why behind what they're doing. Um, so they can easily mislead their masses of clients. Um, and then I mean, honestly, a lot of stuff they put on social media. I mean, if I put if I put my breathing routine, or if I put um, I don't know my hamstring, just like my normal stuff that I do with people. I mean, it's nothing exciting, you know, and people, it's not going to get a bunch of likes. But the second you put something off the wall on there that you might do with something that's super advanced or whatnot, those are the ones that get all the likes. So that's kind of, social media is big. Um, another one is uh, all the data we have. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what's going to happen with it all, but, um, I mean, everybody's got a, I mean, you, you're, not, you're not wearing one, but everybody's got a fit, but everybody's got a garment, everybody's got an iPhone. I watch uh, whoop, you know, and those all that data is collecting in uh, on your phones, and I mean, I'm somebody's doing something with it. So all that data is going to be, uh, I think, s- they're going to do something with all that data here in the future. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what, but I think that I think that's going to be something big coming up soon too. So uh, uh, something so, yeah. positive. I would assume so. I mean, you can't collect that much data. I mean, it's just like they I mean, they're going to sell it all. I assume to some company to. Do some, I would assume something good with you know mm-hmm. um, but I mean that's just like uh, what was that app called My Fitness Pal mm-hmm. uh, I mean they didn't have to do any work on that basically everybody entered in all the foods they had like millions and millions yeah. of items of food and they just sold all that data to uh, I, sold it all the, I think Under Armour bought it for like two billion dollars yeah. uh, and now they have a massive food log uh, and then also brands brands know who to sell what type of food, too, I mean, it's all interconnected, you know, it's crazy, so, so I think that something will come up with all the data that they're collecting for that, um, but as far as, like, what's new in the fitness industry, again, I'm super simple, we keep the stuff, the the stuff that's worked since the 80s is still working now, you know, and there's a reason for that, we, I don't, I don't go much into the fad lifts or diets or any of that stuff, you know, like, um, I mean, we do a lot of, we do our just basic stuff, you know, so, so yeah
0: you're not gonna be on the carnivore diet anytime soon no no man i <laughs> i am not <laughs> me neither so, that'd be crazy yeah. uh, so uh one thing that i thought about is uh there um is there any signs that you can see of somebody not training optimally uh you know
1: yeah i mean people can definitely overtrain. uh so i mean you see people that are that are not getting the amount of sleep they need, because I mean, it, you can't really overtrain. You can just under-recover. So, uh, you see people that are sleeping three hours a night, and they're they're getting up in the morning for a run. Then they're not eating correctly, and they're going to jujitsu, and then they're trying to do strength conditioning, and they're doing all of this, all of the above, but they're not recovering. Um, that's just an in- increased heart rate. They're uh, super drained. Um, they can't recover. They're always sore. Uh, those are symptoms of overtraining um then i mean you get a lot of people that aren't training correctly because they're just not working hard you know they think they're working hard uh but they take five minutes between sets or whatever it may be so sh- they're just not training correctly um and then obviously i'll come back to it again i uh, training in the right proper energy system i mean if i have my a lactic my lactic and my aerobic days for my uh my combat guys and you have to take them out of rest and then. Uh, had the amount of work time, and the proper loads, and, uh, f- and this change drastically from anaerobic to uh, aerobic days, so, I mean, those are kind of the signs I look for, you know, so, uh, I mean, if, they c- if we have a heart rate monitor on you, and uh, you're running, your heart rate can't, your heart rate can't get down, um, I mean, I'm going to ask you if you've been sleeping correctly, uh, um, and just some questions, it's it's different for every person, you know, so, mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah
0: all right uh, so you got any uh, news or upcoming stuff with Kratos?
1: Uh yeah I mean we're in the process of building a brand new facility um, not too far from where we're right here uh, so it'll be right next to Southwest high school um, we will shut this one down and move all this over there we'll uh, we'll go from about 4,800 square foot here to roughly 12,000 in that one. So it'll be, it'll be super cool there. We'll be partnering up with uh, Dr. Tyler Adias, who's like a, he's title by name, or a Cairo by title, but uh, he's very much like a physical therapist. Um, I think he'll have somebody in there with him, maybe like a PT of some sort. Uh, we'll have a registered dietitian, probably a masseuse, uh, like a Pilates instructor, um, some of that kind of, some of, the, some different modalities while we're, while we're in there. Um, just to help as many people as possible. Kind of a one-stop shop. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what we got going on.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, no, that's great. Uh, is that gonna, is that a trend that you think, uh, other people might catch on? Like, eventually? Like, uh, bringing in, uh, like, doctors? Yeah, I
1: mean, I mean, I would, I mean, you just have to surround yourself with good people. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like in anything in life, you surround yourself with good people and you can be successful, so, uh, I mean, if there's a, I don't think Lincoln would be able to house very many of those spots, mm-hmm. uh, you've got to have a good following from each um, modality, I guess, in order to, in order to be able to come together and create a, create a big spot, if you're just starting out and you wanted to create a, uh, you definitely want to start small, you know, you don't want to buy off more than you can chew, so, I would say, I mean, the bigger cities have them. Denver's got them. Kansas City, you know, like the bigger cities around here have them. But I don't think there's anything like that in Omaha. There might be one. And then we don't have anything like that here in Lincoln. So, uh, so yeah, it's exciting.
0: Yeah, uh, my friend Nolan Clausen from uh, Cleveland Chiropractic, he uh, opened up a Midwest Movement in Elkhorn. Okay. And um, it's, uh, it's only been open a few weeks, and it's like a – half uh, chiropractic
1: wellness yeah. and then he has a gym on the other side does he run the gym as well uh yes okay. yep yep man that would be props and that's that's busy so does he have like a trainer over there or does he do he does it all
0: uh, I believe that they'll probably have a trainer at some point uh, oh. as of right now I believe that uh, uh, himself or his partner Whitney uh, would do it but oh. uh, yeah they got a few racks they got a, ball, or a wall like Here's a slam ball yeah, like and then you know offices on the other side. How's he doing? Uh, I believe I believe well. Good, good.
1: That's awesome. He said he's an alcor. Yes. There's a there's yeah, a but that's like
0: this. a that's like a newer thing. Like yeah. probably like a lot of the younger people with businesses and stuff will, you know, be
1: doing that. Yeah, I mean, if you can if you can do all that at once, that's just a lot. You know, like, um, that's that's fantastic. So yeah. he's a busy guy, I'm sure.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, All right. Well, thanks a lot, Cody. Appreciate it, Click. I'll have to get together again soon. (laughs)